Welcome to We Don't Know That, a podcast where we talk about things we clearly know nothing about. This is Chris. Zigi here. This is Irv. Did you guys hear? Apparently the, the coronavirus is, is gone. <laughs> 100%? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. <laughs> so Trump was right. It just went away randomly. Yeah, you yeah, see I all wish, these people I, I celebrating wish. July 4th weekend. They're you know shoulder I to shoulder. To. Not wearing masks, not social distancing. Like that, that must mean Atlantic City. that the coronavirus. We are we are gonna we are we are gonna take some serious L's, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> like it's nowhere near finished yet. Wait, so you're telling me that it still is here, Azichi? <laughs> it's definitely very well still here. Then why are people out and celebrating? <laughs> man, I couldn't tell you. Man. It's mind-boggling, actually. I just, especially our age demographic. I, I think that's where. The like biggest spike of coronavirus cases is is coming out of like the age demographic of eighteen to forty five. I think is what I heard. But, I, I saw. A tw- well, I guess that makes sense. Is we would we eighteen to forty five would be like the most active or want to be active, <clears throat> right? Yeah. I saw a tweet where it was like uh, in Texas, where it was like they had like ten like patients that needed immediate care that were like in in our like age group, but they only had like three beds. So it's like getting to that point now. <clears throat> But that's like Texas, though. Like well, Texas Florida and Florida too. taking huge L's, right? Yeah, now. Texas, huge Florida, L's. Arizona, Monumental L's. Cali, I think. Georgia, Georgia too. Why? Well, it's basically Georgia's, Georgia's taking L's. As yeah, well. I think I saw thirty. Pretty much states. everything I mean, under the Georgia. The line. what? The governor, either the governor, or the mayor is pretty much like what? Like a? No, I think it's the governor of Georgia. It's pretty much like a farmer. Like he has like a degree <laughs> in farming. Like, <laughs> so, you can't really expect agriculture. Much. <laughs> Come on, man! You got you got to give yeah, him credit. Farming, agriculture, <laughs> basically farming. He's an agricultural engineer. Hey, that's a thing. I feel like it can I be. Know. I think the the mayor of Atlanta actually got coronavirus. I think that's what I heard. Did, did she? Yeah. Super Trump's L. <laughs> son, son's girlfriend has coronavirus. Therefore, he might have coronavirus. <clears throat> That's what we've been thinking, like, this entire time, though. Like, hasn't he been in contact with, like, 10 different people who have allegedly had coronavirus or, like, have developed coronavirus? But somehow, um, I don't know, he has, like, some magical (laughs) invisible cloak propelling coronavirus. (laughs) Or, like, maybe he has had it, but he just has, I don't know, some super secret serum or the fountain of youth. (laughs) Or he might be doing that whole... um... What president had polio, but he hit it? FDR. <laughs> FDR. He might be pulling an FDR and hiding that he's sick. I don't know how he could hide <laughs> coronavirus symptoms, but that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Way. It's it's hard to believe that he hasn't had it, but at the same time, just given you know how public he is and how much he like shows face, he hasn't shown any symptoms. So it's like, why don't you have it? Why can't well, you, you know, develop? we don't really know what happens behind like closed doors. He probably right. is very socially distant, and he just like spews all this nonsense because he knows his followers are people that are like coronavirus deniers. So you don't think <laughs> that he actually believes what he says, or he like panders just a little bit, exaggerates it? I think he is definitely inflammatory and like panders. And like I say this because yeah, well, he yeah. wouldn't make people sign a thing saying if you get covid you can't sue because <laughs> that's him just acknowledging that is a, a real oh threat and i remember I, I don't know if it was true or not but i remember seeing that article about how like everyone that's got tested from that tulsa rally has had it like a hundred percent so far oh yeah everyone that they've tested so far has like yeah <laughs> yikes my god it's just i i don't think that at this point he doesn't think that it's real but he he did make a statement I think it was yesterday he like made um I think it was like during July 4th celebrations like in DC he was saying that like 99% of coronavirus cases are like harmless or they they have no uh, effect <laughs> Oh man 99% Oh man oh man This man Yeah this this is going to take a while <laughs> That's uh that's kindergarten math right there <laughs> This is going to take a while and then you have people that like completely don't even believe that masks do anything or that this thing is all hoax. Oh I'm just like, just don't get, how? Like, bring, how? <laughs> oh my goodness! Bringing like statistics into it, like how they're like, 
only 130,000 people have died from coronavirus, and they'll be like, you know how, how many people are in the U.S.? That's that's only like 2% or whatever, 1%. How, I don't even know. <laughs> like, that's so like, stupid. Yeah, like, like bro, sure, what? Like, the fact that, like, 100-something thousand people died. Like, entire worlds of people, like, their lives are ruined. It's not just... It's annoying, man. Right, like, it's that just annoying is that, not the only statistic that they should consider. And I don't even think people who, like, maybe push that argument realize how much 130,000 people actually is and it's not even yeah. slowing down at this point like it, people don't care until it affects them pretty much I mean, it's kind of it was kind of annoying because you know i see people that i follow just out just at parties and stuff right and even people like, you yeah. know like you you would think that these hey, like these young people who um who are out and about you see like on the news are not people that we like associate ourselves with but there are, and that that's just mind-boggling. Like, where where has common sense gone? Like, it was literally just thrown out the window the second we we left college, or I guess like even during then, like we probably did. They think, probably didn't even have it to begin with. I think people people are just giving up. <laughs> like, people are just like, I don't know, being selfish and more concerned about their own. I don't um, think it's giving up more so than they, do, they just, don't even care. Yeah, they just they, they just don't care. It. They want to handle it. Being, yeah, yeah, they ignore it. They refuse to believe that's actually an issue, and because they're young, they feel like they should go out and enjoy their life regardless of what happens. Like, oh, I'm going to catch it regardless. Oh, what, what's going to happen? And then the same narrative I see <laughs> over and over again on the news is like this young person who's recording themselves with their um <laughs> the crappy like computer webcam saying i didn't think i could get it but i got it and it's really bad don't go out well, i think that just stands testament to how like selfish american the american like thought process is like just what's pushed in america is like kind of like oh i got mine fuck you but like really it's like not as collective as other countries are like other countries they still had like that those people that didn't want to wear masks and stuff, but it was, I feel like it's not as widespread as it is in America. Oh, 100%. Just because it's been been politicized here, which is even stupider. Or, like, or stupid. People are literally arguing with science. I don't, I don't understand how that makes well, sense. They're arguing with science. Where, like, climate change is also a... Or, ex- like, more higher disputed. rates of climate change are, are being argued. When the world scientists, who aren't in any sort of like polit- politicians pocket are being like disputed by just straight like i don't even know like it's so stupid it's basically unanimous like it's the it's cult consent. of trump <laughs> yeah. i mean, not even cult of trump yeah i mean it's just i know some pretty yeah. liberal people that don't think it's real it's kind of weird. any like really? scientific issue oh. it's just it's thrown out the window <laughs> here well, i mean it's US. like the same people that say like chem- i mean like chemtrails, <laughs> chemtrails. Yeah. it's like conspiracy theorists basically yeah those yeah. who like feed into that uh the rabbit hole that they'll go into like i don't know on the internet or something i mean anything anytime like something is brought up i feel like in america to like help the collective as a whole like other people is immediately shot down as like communist or like <laughs> not the american way when like in reality like your individual life will be will have a higher quality if you all if we all just work together like we all could have been enjoying going to atlantic city and and stuff like that if we had all just like been on board in the same direction like other countries are starting to reopen already everyone else got their numbers down and we're just like keep rising it's but we're selfish come on man you should know that <laughs> we don't care about it's, it's beyond else. selfish at this point it's like people are acting like we have limited oxygen supply in houses and they need to like be outside for long periods of time, like be surrounded by all these people. This, is, to, this has been going on since what? March? It is now July. Uh I am slowly losing hope for the American. One hopeful man. thing actually, like the infographics I keep seeing of where um the coronavirus is increasing and like where cases are just skyrocketing. They're basically everywhere else except Virginia. So that's where we are uh, for our viewers and uh, a handful of other places around our area. So if anything, uh, our response has been relatively good. Like our, our cases are if I haven't looked at the statistics recently, but last time I saw they were they were dropping the average or the seven day moving average was decreasing or 
And if anything, it's like stagnated at this point. So I guess in our local area, that's it's good to um, that's a little hopeful thing we can think about. But at the same time, you know, we're not selfish and we care about the rest of the, the country as well. And we are definitely we're at at our worst, basically. And, it's and just, this isn't to say that, like, you should just stay inside all the time and never go yeah. outside. Like, you can still do those things, but at least wear your mask. Common sense, if you want to stay, if you don't want to social distance from your friends that you know have been kind of like so so uh have been isolating too then that's fine but it's like people <clears throat> don't have the mask people are sharing drinks now again people are not socially distancing <laughs> from people they like, don't know <laughs> like oh my like that i just remember seeing that interview of like some like fox news interview and the guy was like oh i don't even i haven't washed my hands in five years like, yeah if i can't all right that's, that's, a, that's a whole other issue you, okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, all right i know but i'm saying he, he's an anomaly no that fits into because like they're random people that you don't know that are that are that like maybe yeah. don't, don't wash their hands after every time they do something like mm-hmm. they cough into their hands or they might pull their mask down to cough. It's just. Uh, yeah. Just more and more every day. I feel like there's more evidence just supporting what what the scientific and like medical community have been saying for the past two months or so ever since like they confirmed that wearing masks actually does something. Um, you know, all these studies are done and there hasn't been a single piece of evidence that's like disputed, like what all these um, like protocols are in place for. So social distancing, masks, like why, I don't get why it's so hard to just put aside your selfishness just for a little bit, just to, you know, save well, humanity at this point. <laughs> cognitively dissonant. I, I just, I that. just need to get off Twitter. Honestly, it's making me lose hope. Twitter is. Well, yeah, I think what's crazy is that like, it's, um, it's making me. I feel like that. Um, I forgot where I was going to go with this. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of a, a place where people were not social distancing, not wearing masks, um, our lovely president did a speech in Mount Rushmore, South Dakota. Black. What what city is it in? Actually, I don't know where Mount Rushmore is located. I have Dakota, no Rushmore idea. Of anything. Keystone. About Keystone, South Dakota. South Dakota. <laughs> um, and. He, what, he had a speech before July 4th, right? So it was like Thursday or Friday. Right. Yeah. Um, but basically, like I mentioned, no one was social distancing. No one was wearing masks. And again, he was just pushing the narrative of um, you know his re-election campaign. And I think he briefly mentioned, without even directly saying coronavirus, just what the response has been with his administration again he didn't name drop coronavirus um but he was basically you know just talking about how the issue is not really there people should just keep going forward you know not um pushing the idea of wearing masks or social distancing you know typical trump stuff but i think there has been a reignition about the the past history of mount rushmore and this could this is going to be like a little mini part two of our last podcast so american history versus uh versus us the the people who don't know anything um but we <laughs> hopefully can shed a little light on just the general background of mount rushmore for those who don't know um so as we know mount rushmore has the faces of you know four presidents that most americans consider um you know, are pretty great generally. So there's Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. And in terms of craftsmanship and just like from an architectural perspective, it it's pretty damn cool. <laughs> like I, I won't deny that. Um, you know, I I think the entire project took around 14 years, so like 1927 to 1941. But where this controversy has started to rise again and I, I think this has been an ongoing issue but because of you know the social justice issues that have been in the limelight for the past couple weeks months um yeah past month now i would say um there's been more attention to the history again and it's reignited um people to examine what the actual history behind mount rushmore is and basically the architect has so there's two components of this um the architect has ties to the KKK, so that's one point. And the second point is that 
Mount Rushmore is actually built on sacred Lakota land, so the Black Hills. And this is that the latter issue that I mentioned has been uh, an ongoing controversy basically since the conception and creation of Mount Rushmore, basically saying that Black Hills were um, in the land of the Lakota. There, there's no reason why um, the U.S. government should have come in and actually created uh, this you know, piece of architecture um, known as Mount Rushmore, and there's there's no reason why they should have come in and destroyed the land that they um, that they have had. So, in general, some of the key controversial points with that second point that I mentioned about it being sacred Lakota land, um, I was reading, and it said that in nineteen in 1868 there was actually a treaty named the Treaty of Fort Laramie that had actually given the Black Hills. Um, to the Lakota people in perpetuity. So basically meaning that this land was meant to be theirs forever. <laughs> but let me just read a little longer here. So apparently there was another war between uh, the Sioux and just the American government in 1876. And the U.S. just went ahead and said, hey, this is ours again. <laughs> Remember that treaty we uh, we had uh, eight years ago? Yeah, that doesn't exist. Um and then the next point is that in 1980 there was actually a Supreme Court uh, Supreme Court decision named the U.S. versus the Sioux Nation of Indians, um, basically ruling out that the Sioux did, haven't received proper compensation for their land in the Black Hills. Again, that's where Mount Rushmore um, is located. So basically, it's just a collection of um, you know this building controversy and how it's it's really not the right or it's the u.s government really has uh no place you know creating and taking over the land that was you know meant to be to these uh you know native people and i guess that's just where uh, the general history of it has been but um again it's reignited because of everything that's been going on but what do you guys think so far like how how do you guys feel i know it's generally regarded as like this you know grand architectural masterpiece and um before i like started reading into a little i i knew a little bit about uh the native american history but i didn't know you know all the past controversies in detail and again it's just something i kind of brushed over but obviously i've started thinking about a little more in detail now so what do you guys think um, I think it's a, it's a terrible situation mm -hmm. that it's come like this. And I think everyone like that, like people that are against it are definitely justified in it and like getting it taken down just because it was not only were like three out of like, I mean, all four of them, like terrible people outside of founding America, I guess not, I mean, like they also the how it was built was also just stealing <clears throat> land from a people that was signed by the American people, the American government, and the treaties thrown out the window, like many other treaties are thrown out. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the thing is, I guess what's hard for people to get rid of it is like that. And I don't think I've seen anyone say this, but that it is just like a modern a modern marvel. Like it's kind of like the sphinx great sphinx of mm -hmm. in egypt and stuff so i guess it just would be like like uh the solution to it would be like do we just blow it up or right should we remake it into something else which i think would be cool like those alternate designs with like native american heads so they can at least get some honor out of it because now like the the, the mountains are already like ruined so i don't like i <laughs> blowing it up more i mean i guess it would let nature retake it but <clears throat> Actually, apparently, <laughs> the each president was supposed to be depicted from <laughs> from head to waist, so it was supposed to be their full oh, body. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny instead of just that. That would have looked really weird. That would have like, yeah, looked really weird. I mean, they probably would have like scaled it didn't down for sure. Think of it, yeah, very all the way through because that's like when when I draw things and I draw the head too big at first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, it always happens. Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> like. Look at their like the bodies would be going to the ground. That'd be weird. Well, I think they would if they like originally intended it to be that. They probably would have made the head smaller, of course. But <laughs> that that'd be a funny way for them to, I guess, like 
I don't know, add on to it. Just try to like give them. They look like bobbleheads at that point. <laughs> they yeah. tried to add uh, tiny bodies. They look like the Nash the Nationals mascots. It's referred to as the Shrine of Democracy. Interesting. Zichu, how do you feel? Um, you know, man. Uh, you know, initially, so I feel like uh, everyone else pretty much on this matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to look at, but you know, you got to look go uh, deeper. You know, analyze what really is the context, the historical context, and you know what real world facts comes out of uh, this type of monument. And it looks like, for the most part, that it has uh, been a almost like a symbol of um, you know a symbol of like just another symbol of oppression for the Native American people uh, mm-hmm. on that side of uh, America. Even though you know they've been going through a lot of oppression ever since you know America's conception. So yeah. I think that's just another one of uh, the things that we need to look at. In terms of history, um, yeah, I think that's my, my take on that. You guys bring up some uh, some pretty interesting points, and I think what you said, Irv, about the Sphinx, and I guess like any, I guess ancient marvel or architectural project, like the Great Pyramids, or you know any any other undertaking throughout history, when you do examine the historical context. They're basically created by people who were yeah, like oppressed, oppressed at that time, or slaves, and I, it's just interesting to think about how, like, maybe should we be reexamining how we see those as well, or is it more so us just recognizing that you know this this terrible history happened, but at the same time, you know, there's not much we can. I, I wouldn't say there's not much we can do, but so here's it's, yeah. Go ahead. I think my a good counter to that would be that like so the Sphinx and stuff and all those actually ancient marvels when those were the when those were built like the effects of that um the effects of that being built and the effects of those people that were um slaved and oppressed isn't relevant in the common era anymore you know what I mean like the the pyramids were and the Sphinx and stuff were built like in 2550 to 2490 bc like before common era bce so like it's hard to to say well those are built by the oppressed people should we take those down but those have been here for like so long that the people that were affected by it isn't really a um you know it's just so long ago it isn't really like a relevant thing affecting populations today whereas Mm -hmm. for right now the Native American people that were oppressed by them taking the land and like in other in other cases is definitely has definitely like led to the Native American population dwindled down, having the highest like alcohol alcohol ha, that alcohol <laughs> rate alcoholism rate and um, stop stuttering and um, you so know basically because it's like an ongoing rate. issue like, yeah that's why we could yeah you know the people that were <laughs> oppressed by it are st- still around like. I bet you, like someone, like someone's like great grandmother knew, like was there when it got taken down. And she was like crying about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like very depressed about it. And I guess another, and and like I guess a middle ground, which I don't think there should be a middle ground. They should, they should definitely just like do something to get rid of it or something. I guess would be to like stop, to call it what it is. You know, when you go into this to the to the site don't have signs saying this is a great marvel of american i've never been there but i <laughs> assume that there's like a great marvel of american ingenuity mm-hmm. like maybe put up signs saying this like it's still a marvel like it's still pretty amazing that it was built but say like it was stolen from um the what were the people lakota yeah lakota from the lakota mm-hmm. people it was um a treaty that was broken by the american people i mean i think if you want to keep these four people, then they should call it what it is. Like, say mm-hmm. it was a broken treaty and all that. And maybe that might allow some healing for the... I agree. Like, American. sure, there's no reason to sugarcoat it. Like, call it as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sure, it's a... Like, at the very least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, objectively, yes, it's a marvel. It's really impressive that someone was, like, actually able to do this, but... Am I going to really take the time to fly out to South Dakota um, to see? Uh, Hell no. <laughs> like, Hell no. 
if I find myself <gasps> out there, you know, I I might take a peek. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm not just gonna <laughs> be like cool, but it's terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna be thinking yeah, positive I mean, thoughts the entire time. Like I, this just goes back to the romanticize the romanticization of American history. Uh-huh. And now it's like sort of censored, you know, to not just like education system, but like in general, like not a lot of people know what really goes on and what went on to uh, build our country up to what it is today. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you think about it, like the people that kind of like run America wouldn't want to air out all their dirty laundry in front of everybody mm-hmm. and make everyone like because then that would create like just like anti-american yeah which kind of or which happens to it's kind of people that are oppressed right by it but like the people that aren't oppressed by it don't care or they actively counter against it for some exactly. reasons right it's just this pro-american also agenda that goes into that that sort of just like filters out every negative aspect of the country like you can't criticize america without being called or uh i don't know like an anarchist or you know yeah or being told to go back to your country like can't do that i don't know because i feel like everywhere else people have kind of stayed in their native lands if you know what i mean like it's only like european descent that are in like places where they weren't already where they were if you know what i mean like Japanese who've like gone out and tried to in like, Japan conquest. like it's still majority Japanese mm-hmm. and like most of Africa is still majority Africa except for South Africa which is like an ex- a good example mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> and, but in like the US and Canada you know it's mostly um people of white people European yeah it's pretty <laughs> much I'm trying to be politically correct <laughs> <laughs> the people of Caucasus from the Caucasus Mountains the Caucasus Mountains <laughs> um and it was like for, it was forcefully done. So like to say anything that was built from that to say that we had that they had the natural right to do it is just messed up. You know what I mean? That's just ignorant at that point. Like I, I yeah. think you can you can definitely have patriotism and like love for your country. Like even despite everything going on, I still you know, consider us relatively lucky compared to a lot of situations happening around the world. But I think where the difference is between um, like maybe us who like try, try to still find the positives versus like others who literally do not accept any, like you mentioned, any criticism or like they're just hyper patriotic about every single you, issue, you know what I and think? every single piece of history. You know what I think? Why is it why is it unpatriotic to want to better your country? That, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> why why so, is like, it you could, why, you why could is that a problem? Take your your country and still <laughs> to make it better. Have it. Yeah. Yeah. And to like uh add on to that is like I recently saw a story someone shared and it like kind of just blows me because this argument is brought up a lot to counter bring up any sort of critique to America. It's like you should um I I understand counting uh, wanting to point out the flaws, but you should count yourself lucky to be in America because then there's countries like North Korea where you don't even have a say, or you could be easily oppressed in another country. You should be glad that you live in America. And it was like, okay. So basically, what that means, like, you should never complain about anything in your life because there's somewhere, yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere <laughs> someone's suffering more than you. Like, it's just stupid. Like, that's a it, it's just an annoying take because it's just it usually comes from people that aren't trying to hear it and are really just trying to say you're being unpatriotic by critiquing your country again they're they're deflecting and i think yeah. as americans it should be our responsibility again to like listen to this critique not be you know blinded to this sugar-coated history and actually take a holistic view and understand you know where we come from you know a lot of the time and you know understand our history to make going forward better and i think that's where a lot of young people and what um a lot of the i guess like quote unquote <laughs> liberal agenda is um in terms of like progressive social issues and we're, we're not trying to be political here but again i i think you just need to you know understand and you know learn your history there's no reason to um you know deflect the negative parts because that that happened and we should just go forward trying to to make it all better. And this isn't like, and I feel like it, it, it this isn't to say you should, it's not living in the past to just agno- at least acknowledge the past. Because you have to, 
because the pa- the past has an effect on the present. Like I, I hate because a lot of times people think of um like different situations ahistorically. Like they don't think about the history behind it because they think like, oh, that's why are you living in the past? Like like it's the present now. But like you know, like I guess like BET exists because there was there wasn't allowed to have black people on other on other um television channels mm-hmm. so that created and, and that just stick that just stuck around it's not that there that it's not fair to have a white channel it's just that and historically and even now there's not a lot of opportunities for um black people to be on television and you know that goes for um any different channels that people have that uh different groups may have speaking of black entertainment our uh <laughs> our trusty friend kanye has announced that uh, he's going to run for president over the weekend. Jesus. <laughs> well, was it? Didn't he like? Wasn't this like a rumor a while ago too? Though it wasn't like, even he a was rumor. Saying, he, he was saying that. Yeah, a while he announced ago. in 2015. He it, right? he was it? Was that an yeah. award show? Or it was? It was some yeah. event. He, he yeah, he was like, he, he was like, when I run for president in 2020, the audience just starts laughing. He's like, why do you guys laugh? Like, <laughs> dead serious. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So apparently. Yeah, he announced that in 2015 at whatever award show or event he was at. And then as 2020 approached, I think there were a few articles saying or like even him just saying that he's going to postpone his uh, campaign until 2024. And he just comes out of nowhere this weekend and decides to run for president. But here's my thing. I think it's a promotional thing. I don't think he actually plans to, to run, run an official presidential campaign because one he hasn't done shit <laughs> to like actually officially <laughs> register as a candidate like there are a lot of hoops and, and no paperwork yeah like no paperwork at all no, like you can but uh, i just don't think that he i guess you could write people to write him in stupid. but apparently there are field even, trip without your permission slip there there are certain laws in in various states for like write-in candidates like if you do write in like i I didn't know this actually before um this podcast today but i was doing a little research um but still i don't know that (laughs) um but apparently even if you do write in a candidate if they didn't go through uh the proper protocols for that state let's say like you write in harambe for i'm just throwing out (laughs) arbitrary state (laughs) in alabama or something like that (laughs) no yeah that's the thing people did it (laughs) in 2016 but i don't think those votes actually went to harambe they're just like considered not votes at that point so if people did even want to write in kanye as a candidate there are still certain steps he has to take and especially if he wants to be included on the actual ballot but again i think it's just a promotional campaign for like this newest album that's coming out, like he's come out with a couple new songs in the past week or so. And, you know, he hasn't said that up front, but that's what I'm thinking. It's like, bro, just, I don't know, man. Just, so basically, just, be, just do a normal campaign. Like, you don't have to announce you're running for president to promote your album, bro. Like, you're yeah. Kanye West. We, we know you're coming out with an album, dude. So basically, like, if you, if you go and vote for Kanye West, you're pretty much it's pretty much like voting for a Harambe. Yes, like throwing, you might as well just dead throw away voting, your ballot because yeah. it doesn't even matter. Because I know for a fact he's he's not going to go through all and these the, proper channels. Even if he the, does, it's still a waste of a vote. Don't the be scary an idiot. thing is people are actually like considering like doing this. Like this is going to skewer the vote. Pretty much vo- voting for. I wonder Trump how much at that though. point. I don't. Like, do you think, think it would my, be like? No, I'm <clears throat> I'm very inclined to believe that it will not really make a difference if anything because one i'm not on twitter (laughs) i've probably mentioned this like a bunch of times already on the podcast in like past episodes but the same people who like you know are bernie bros or like they they, they'll say they'll go out and like vote for a certain candidate you know the the people who are like very active on social media for like certain political issues i'm not speaking for everyone but this is what i've seen and this is like just the bare bones statistics is that our general age demographic has the lowest voter turnout and i i think that's going to be the case for kanye so people who say like oh he actually has like 2020 vision like real ideals (laughs) like (laughs) he's gonna get frank ocean to drop an album (laughs) (laughs) like those same people are not like i I can guarantee they're not i don't want to say guarantee that's a strong word but 
they're probably not even registered to vote. But bro, point. I don't want to vote for Joe Biden or Trump. They're both terrible, man. And Kanye's coming in. He's fresh ideas. You know, <laughs> he's got actual stuff to improve the country. He's a billionaire. Yada, yada, yada. It's like, man, come on, man. Like, it, it's, it's Kanye. Like, you know, I, I like Kanye. I'm a huge Kanye fan. You know, he's inspired me. He's, you know, he's made timeless music, but I just don't think that this is. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to say to this. Like, this isn't productive at all. This is not going to help the country. It's like, like when people wanted Oprah to run, like solely because she's oh Oprah and like she's so loved in, in Hollywood. The Boondocks made fun of that. <laughs> Did they? What, what, yeah. what was the skit? It was, it was just Oprah Winfrey became president after um, Martin Luther King died in oh, really? 2020. Yeah, in 2020, though. Wait, so Martin Luther King was alive? He came back. Point? He came back. Because he only got put into a coma, and then he came back, and then he like had a whole speech again, and you supporting Oprah the speech. <laughs> no, supporting. Uh, it's 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 a long speech. You yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, I heard. But basically, I heard by the it. time he dies for real in 2020, Oprah is president. You uh, you you're making me ask more questions than. Sorry. Than <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta I watch heard, the episode. It's I a, heard it's this a is lot. a conspiracy. Like, I heard that like. Trump put him up to this to screw the vote from uh, Joe Biden so he could like dub easily. Didn't they but, sever ties I don't know. <laughs> from each other? Like I, I'm pretty sure. What was it during like lockdown where I've heard that I heard that Kanye was never really pro Trump to begin with. That he That's just what I was, thinking was doing that well. just to you know have a you know have a platform to get into uh, prison reform. You know, well, it just, doesn't matter if he was. I don't, not, yeah, exactly. It's He's, still his people that were like, see, even Kanye, even this black rapper is saying this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we should join. Using him as the token black well, my, person. My thought process on like, if, like you could say that con, like the Kanye West voters on their own may not cause a sway, but it's like I think you could lump that in with the people that don't vote, the people that are going to vote for like and like uh, Yang still and Biden. It's just lumps in. If you lump in all the wasted votes, I think that would cause a sway. Because mm-hmm. I think what people point out is that a good point that people point out is that Trump supporters and like a lot of like that that side of the political spectrum are all pretty much going to vote for Trump. Like it's still like a like they're pretty solidified in that. Like I feel like it's not a split since it's only one candidate for re-election. Here and like on the Democratic side, like people are like, man, Bi- like Biden does suck. He's like. I guess he's a, um, you know, he is like objectively a bad candidate. Um, you know, he probably would have done better off having Bernie, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen that Obama cloud say, strong. There's a lot of concerns like, for sure. I've seen yeah, people a lot say of that they're they're voting for Bernie. I've seen people say that they're not voting at all. I've seen people say that they're voting third party, which is. <laughs> but yeah. and then yeah, so then you see all these strong like uh, conservatives still voting are still like. Head fast and voting for Trump, which is worrying. Yeah, I just what people don't understand is that based on the election system we have, like you're not going to be able to vote for a candidate outside the Democratic or Republican Party, Republican Party, like successfully. And until the underlying system changes, in where we don't have uh, winner take all in basically 49 states. It's not going to be resolved, and that's just sadly the way it works. So Biden and Trump, those are like the only viable options. Um, it's a sad reality, but please, please do not vote for Kanye. <laughs> well, I think if if like you're going to have a third party person like legitimately run and legitimately compete in the election, it can't be in July. Like you don't announce you're running for presidency in July, like. The, the elections in like I don't know what was it four months? That sounds stupid. Yeah, I think Five if months. he was in the like, normal running with like <laughs> all months. the other candidates, like people will probably take him a little more seriously. Four and months. because like he's Kanye, has he's riding the cloud of just it's being cloud. a celebrity, um, he probably could have done okay. That's why I'm thinking, just like based on the horrible timing. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Um, you know how like celebrities try and speak out about like how you know, social issues, and then people are like, you stick to your, you know, whatever, such and so, yeah. like, insert whatever they do. It's like, I kind of feel that way towards Kanye. <laughs> but it's like, 
well, it's not like it's not like it's not like I don't think it's not like I don't think that he. I just think that he's like focusing his energy towards something that he knows like nothing, or <laughs> I li- mean, almost literally nothing. About, our current like, president is definitely a celebrity president. There's like a, yeah, a good yeah. amount of celebrity president presidents in America. Is there? It was just Ronald Reagan, wasn't it? Ronald Reagan. Oh, I thought Nixon was an actor too. Um, not entirely sure, but okay. I will I'm say Kanye probably would be a better president than Trump. <laughs> Name one genius uh, that ain't crazy. <laughs> uh, I that's hard to say. That's um uh, outlandish. But. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I, I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> at this point, well, I, I, yeah, you could pretty much argue that anyone could be a better president than Trump. I don't know. A Basically, yeah, that's like the <laughs> underlying argument. You know, I bet what made Kanye <laughs> announce this tweet, if it's not related to promotional material or his album directly. Like, Kim was literally just like, I don't know. They're, like, lying in bed one night. They're reading a book, whatever they, whatever the Kardashians and, like, Wes do. And (laughs) I don't know. Kim just, like, does a little nudge to him. He's like, hey, weren't you going to run for president? He's like, shit. Yeah, I was. Okay, thanks for reminding me. (laughs) He just tweets that (laughs) night. Bullshit. I don't know. Man, like, this is very hard to be happening. a. It's it's very hard to like continuously like be a Kanye fan. It's just like, <sighs> are you still a Kanye fan at this point? Like, I, I, I <laughs> it's like I, 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 it's like I, I'm praying for him. I just want him to go back to like what he used to do. But it's just like, dude, just stop. <laughs> oh man, it's like with every release, you're like, oh, will the song be a banger? <gasps> Ah, damn it. <laughs> I will never forget when that one song came out, the beep beep boop Like me, oh, like it's yourself. Me, Peter, we're sitting in our vein, we're sitting in the living room, like, oh this this beat is fire. Like this is tough. <laughs> we're waiting for the lyrics to come in and then he does that. And like we just like died laughing of the like disappointment. It was just so disappointing. That was like I think that was like my uh, straw that broke the camel's back moment. I was like, right, I'm off. Or didn't you know if you take the first letter of every word that he says in that song and you convert it to base 64 encoding and you translate it to uh, a GPS coordinator, it gives you the direct coordinates for uh, velocity of Atlantis. Oh, oh that makes sense. Yeah, so you, just, you just gotta yeah, you gotta read into it a little more. Come on, man. Surface level. You really think you're singing about poop? <laughs> uh that that song does have a fire beat though not gonna lie it was really good the sample was good it's it's very interesting seeing his like i don't know his i don't know if you would say progression or regression because you could say one <laughs> he progressed because he's a billionaire now but two like he like socially regressed i guess because you know George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, where, where's, where's that guy at? You know, like, yeah, that that guy would that like guy. slap right now. That guy would be cool right now. <laughs> Good morning, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man, yeah. Good, good old Kanye. I'm, I'm his vintage Kanye. Elon ap- apparently supports uh, Kanye presidency, but he might. Elon, be- Elon is weird. <laughs> Elon, are weird. we gonna get a an Elon feature on this new album? Uh, he does rap. I, does I did he? hear. No uh, I did hear a song. Yeah, he Elon Musk actually does. Uh, he did drop a song on SoundCloud. I did hear it on the SoundCloud too. <laughs> yeah, how was yeah. it? Uh, I think it's like uh, catch your vibe or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, we have but to, uh, it, it's it's as good as you <laughs> expect it to be. <laughs> his like his meaning. En- it's not good. <laughs> his endorsement is. I think five words. So you're just like you have my support! Exclamation point. And it's like what the definition of sarcasm would be <laughs> in a tweet. I feel like I'm telling you, it's it's probably because he's Elon Musk is featured. weird, dude. <laughs> Beyond, he weird. was like very anti-mask too. Like very anti-mask. <laughs> Isn't Elon? Tesla open? Like I'm pretty sure he opened up like Tesla assembly lines as well, like a few weeks ago, a few months ago, something like that. And you know how like they they have like large amounts of employees working in these warehouses putting together um like Teslas. So I I believe it. I I don't remember him outright saying like I am anti-mask, like masks um you know restrict my freedom whatever blah blah blah. I don't know. Yeah. I that's something I totally believe. <laughs> it's just 
July. Like <laughs> the the election's five months from now. Yeah, that was an L on Kanye's part. <sighs> on top of a lot of L's. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know what to say, man. Like this, and then your last album was not straight. Like, mm-hmm. bro. I mean, at least you're a billionaire now. <laughs> was that recent? Like, did he reach the billionaire threshold? Yeah, that was that was recent. I'm pretty sure uh, that was like a month ago or so. Um, I think he sent in his tax his tax return or something mm-hmm. to uh, Forbes, and they were like, and he was like, uh, he's actually he claims that he's actually like worth like more than a billion, but <clears throat> I think they just ranked him at a billion. I don't yeah, know if that's of- true or not, but um, yeah, he's he's pretty successful now because of his uh, clothing line. Kanye's a huge, you know, fashion influencer now. Uh, probably the biggest fashion influencer currently. Um, you know, I guess that's one you, area where he yeah. progressed, <laughs> like Yeezys and just yeah, his like whole even, um, like apparel even line. I own own uh, a pair of Yeezys. You know, I, I see Yeezys <laughs> often a lot when I won't go outside. It's just, it's just like yeah, it's it's like a, a thing now. Like I guess it's it's Would, and it's crazy because I think this I think Kanye's thought process i know i know it's um he does he says a lot of outlandish things throughout his career but it comes it's rooted in the fact that people have always told him that he can't do you know he can't do this he can't do that first when he was a producer people told him he couldn't rap and then when he wanted to you know go into into clothing people were like you're a rapper you can't do this and then look what happened Mm -hmm. you know it's his career is rooted in people doubting him and i think that's like subconsciously where he draws a lot of these outlandish statements from because he truly believes that he can't do it so i guess it's kind of like a positive thing for him but like not really for everyone else i guess i I guess yeah i think that is i guess like a positive trait to like always go against your doubters and like succeed a lot of times yeah and he's but... he's consistently proved them wrong too so he's like got a pretty good track <laughs> <If> he, record <laughs> i mean if if he makes me makes us eat our words and becomes president 2020 then i don't i just don't know what to say anymore i yeah, mean i guess shit. i'd be giving up giving up on america that would be a confirmed simulation like i, I yeah there would be no it's gonna be weird thing. listening to his music if that happens if, if kanye west becomes president 2020 it's 100 percent confirmed we live in a simulation and if you kill yourself you'll just wake up so <laughs> Chill. <laughs> people who have found the glitches in a, in our world please please let us know let us know on the, on the secret <laughs> but yeah you de- out. we can definitely appreciate how far kanye's come just considering everything that's gone on in his life and like how successful he's become but we'll never forget he uh he thinks slavery is a choice we won't forget that kanye oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't like um but yeah i think to add on to something said earlier how he, uh you saying that like he you kind of have the shut up and dribble type of mentality for kanye right now mm. like, shut yeah. up and stick to music. whereas like I, th- I feel like people wouldn't think that if he was already getting into politics like he was already building his way in and like educating himself and coming out and showing that instead of him coming out of nowhere and saying this <laughs> that's a definitely like please just stop because now you're sounding like a fool We'll see how it pans out, man. I don't. I don't know. It's twenty twenty. Just man, it, <laughs> all these different it, timelines <laughs> being. It's generated. definitely not boring. Oh, I'll tell yeah, you that. It's definitely, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely being not boring. kept on our toes. Yeah. Speaking of not boring things, I, I think we we didn't do this beginning, but did you guys do anything cool? Anything exciting happen? Uh, well, Fourth of July happened. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> this weekend and. Um, I did nothing, and you know that should be what most people have done. <laughs> because uh, it was a yeah. very melancholy. Yeah, I didn't do anything me, either. I think it wasn't like done out of purpose. It just wasn't a drive to to celebrate it. You know, I think just, like, combined with the COVID, COVID and the civil unrest that's going on in America, a lot of people were off of this Fourth of July. The vibes uh, were off for sure. What'd you say? Vibes, vibes were off. For sure. Yeah, the vibe, vibes were were not there. Like I, I, I myself was just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, vibes are definitely off. Um, Irv, you uh, all, all countries matter, guys. All countries matter. <laughs> Irv, you you finished Last of Us too, right? Oh yeah, I did. I did six and out of ten. Thoughts, thoughts. Don't, six out of ten. Oh, that's not bad. Six out, of 10? six out of ten is not that bad, dude. You know. I mean, 
considering the last one was a 10 out of 10, I would say I, Ooh, I played that game okay. like four times. This one I probably won't ever play again, and I hate like half the game. Yikes. The only reason it's not a five out of five or four out of ten is because I really liked <clears throat> some characters in the second part. See, I but, only watched a playthrough, and yeah. you know, Last of Us is known mainly for its story. And I started off giving an eight out of ten, but you know, the more I thought about it, just the more I guess the critiques that actually made sense, um, mm-hmm. like I guess resonated with me a little more. It's a six and a half for me now. Yeah. Damn. I mean, because okay. when you play it, like a lot of the gameplay is searching through file cabinets and stuff and like dressers <laughs> is so boring and then like like i hated doing it because but you have to do it to find materials so you can have stuff to fight with so you can survive yeah basically yeah but like it's just, it just wasn't fun and then like i don't think it it like the gameplay like was definitely advanced but it definitely did just feel like a, a last of us 1.3 or something like mm-hmm. not a full blown not enough added features to be a full-blown full-blown sequel i definitely feel like i mean someone said this take before that i watched how they put like their seven years into the graphical elements like graph like it looks like a masterpiece. it looks amazing yeah like when people die and they're like it's so brutal but like in terms of what you do gameplay wise it's just not it's like a watered down uncharted like the puzzles like you easily find like safe codes they're like you find a safe and the code is in the next room so it's not hard to crack the safe that's a, that's like, something that didn't make sense like the, the <laughs> way you time. find the safe code is literally it's just written out on a note <laughs> like not even a post-it note like, it's not even <laughs> like what it's not and because of, they made it more open more open world like i felt like the world building was harder for them because like in the first one like it was really cool seeing the different types of background stories happening because you're in like a uh like a like a play uh what's it called a daycare where that's empty but you see like a mountain of bodies and that kind of tells a story but now like i feel like a lot of the story the background story was told through notes and that's like the last thing i want to do (laughs) in a game is read that's like a fallout 76 (laughs) right like yeah no npcs you literally just learn about the story through like old journals like yeah i'm not trying to do that that's horror that's literally torture (laughs) Like in the second half of the game, just to- felt totally disconnected. I did. I mean, cause I don't want to give free clout. <laughs> the YouTuber yeah, no that I watched clout. that pointed this out basically said how the second part of the game was just so disconnected from the other part. It just feels like a totally different game narratively. Mm-hmm. It's just weird how they cut. They just did like a whole different flashback to three days, and you know that th- that flashback had flashbacks in it. It's just too much. You know, I don't like storytelling through flashbacks that is scattered throughout the story like i'd rather just know what happened because it wasn't hard to like predict what was going to happen next or why no people were not doing at all. what they did it was very predictable whereas in the first last of us it was pretty surprising like like it was like i did not think that those brothers were like gonna die the way they did or mm-hmm. in the first last of us and bill having like a, a lover and stuff or even like ellie not being able to cure everybody like, right, you would you would surprising. think that would just be like the satisfying. Like um, I thought, like they were gonna win, and that was yeah. gonna be satisfying. But then, like, nope, uh, this happens. It's just they try really hard to subvert everybody's. There's another video I watch. Subvert everybody's expectations that it just became predictable. Like you think they're gonna do one thing, and then obviously the thing that they're gonna do is the thing that people don't think they'll do. Mm-hmm. So is, you, is you have to know how to subvert expectations in the right way, and I, I yeah. think what naughty dog did with last of us 2 is they took a risk a huge risk i will say and it did not pan out Fumbled. the way that they <laughs> hoped um i mean there are other issues besides that like uh, initial risk that they decided to take um like things like pacing and um, other aspects of the game that are definitely not as polished as the original but so even just, like objectively yeah, it's just not a, as good as a game as the first one because the first yeah. one mm-hmm. you could say like it was pretty universally like um, admired, like it was a good game. Everyone just thought it was, it was a good game. This one is very split, so therefore you could say that like it just was, it just didn't live up. They didn't need a sequel at all, I don't think. But mm-hmm. and that that's what I've been hearing for the most part. You know, that's the the need for it made sense story wise for sure. And the fact that it mm. exists is um, <laughs> um, 
topic of controversy for many, many people. But yeah, it just yeah, it didn't really need to come out. Like the first game ended on such an ambiguous but like satisfying note, and yeah, it, it, they should have just left it as is. But I think mm-hmm. if you're on the fence for for playing it, what would you say? People should go out and buy it, or just like watch the playthrough. No. Like me, no. <laughs> wait till wait till it's discounted. Watch a playthrough, or save your money. I'll see. Like, just watch a playthrough because yeah. one of Irv's <laughs> one of Irv's like most disappointing moments of the game was because of like a gameplay change. Like I won't I won't reveal exactly what it is, but when I watched the playthrough, I didn't feel as distraught when that happened to him playing the game so if anything just just watch the game for the story and i think it's it's fine on that end again it's not a masterpiece it's not as good as the first game but zichi if you're thinking about watching the story i think you should just watch the playthrough i think you should just watch it yeah okay yeah okay that's very sad to hear but (laughs) right (laughs) got it (laughs) it is disappointing you'll just be disappointed okay i have been playing uncharted 4 though Uncharted Ooh, 4 is good. That's a good game. Really Uncharted good. Uncharted is a great series. I just feel like when I was... Because uh, that game had the same... Yeah. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying when I was reading, I guess like or I looked up, do I have to play the other Uncharted games to play Uncharted 4? And most of them said like, no, it's a pretty standalone story. But I can definitely mm-hmm. tell there's a lot of homage and like references to the old games that I feel mm-hmm. like would have definitely made the the gameplay and like story experience better if i like actually had that connection but i still i still definitely have that connection with a lot of the characters i think a lot of them are really well written well acted and the gameplay is phenomenal the game looks great um it's like kept me on my i'm I'm probably gonna play it after (laughs) after we record this but um it's just a really good game overall but if anything in the future i think i'm gonna go back play uh the first three uncharted like the collection that's on like ps4 or something because that's how good the game is and makes me well i only played uncharted 3 and then i played uncharted 4 and i'm pretty it's pretty like it's not a very right like i'm not confused but i'm I'm just saying that like there are um, some references yeah there 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 are references and i just feel like i would have a a deeper emotional connection if i did play like those first three games but really good game so far i uh i don't know if i want to say where i am to you, Irv. I don't, I don't know if I want you to spoil it for me, but yeah, I feel like I'm approaching the also. end. But it is really good, and that's uh, <laughs> yeah. where my free time has been going. I also watched Fire and Force like... this weekend. Oh, Fire Force! Oh, yeah, season two. That mm. fun. This that season's fire. Gonna be great. <laughs> it was fire. <laughs> this season's gonna be real fire. Uh, that was a that was an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of <laughs> the second half was uh, had me like. Uh... <laughs> I think it was funny. It was no, it was it was hilarious. It, it was definitely funny. <laughs> Who's the writer for Soul? For yeah, um, yeah. Fire Force. No, it was good. I I liked it. I liked the opening. I liked the ending. I like. I'm excited for those um, new characters. They look tough. I'm excited to see Joker fight. Burns fight. <laughs> this all I'm gonna say is this season's gonna be really good. You read see the manga black characters that don't look like caricature don't that don't look like caricatures <laughs> they're actually just like tough and you know characters. The, these are dudes that made so uh soul eater so they have black characters in that too and they're pretty just like normal you know anime characters they didn't have like dick lips and stuff <laughs> except for that one scene with the dudes oh, yeah. uh, playing the <laughs> but I, we, well, we, we don't talk about that <laughs> but fire force is tough if you haven't seen it yet you should immediately because i think it's going to be really good i think the story is also very good too it's very uh it's not it's not confusing like i guess the um what's the one out now tower of god or tower of god you just don't really i don't really know what's going on like just doing all these random tests yeah it has the same level of like backstory that you don't really know about and you're just figuring out as the show goes but fire force is definitely more cohesive i would say yeah fire force is not groundbreaking by any means i would say mm-hmm. but it's still really really entertaining um like yeah. you can you like the characters and for anyone who's like not into anime i think this is actually a really good first anime to get into um 
like just the genre in general and it's just an overall mm-hmm. entertaining show sure it has its uh cliches <laughs> in mm, anime I about that. <laughs> man th- it's a little Some annoying scenes at some times, you might but... not want to be watching in the living room <laughs> it's a good way to put it <laughs> but we would recommend new season just came out uh, i would uh say hop on that it's a great show good way to pass the time well boys i uh i think we covered a, a good amount today but um i guess until next time this is chris this is zichi this is Irv. And we don't know that. <laughs>